Hey guys, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you are hearing this episode, whatever time you are plugging into conversations with Erica, I just want to say, hey, hey, how is everything doing? Guys, thank you for plugging in. Thank you for joining me on this adventure. Conversations with Erica is a podcast where you really just get to kick back and have conversations with the people. We're going to talk to um, women and men that had to forge forth in faith to achieve the goals that were laid before them, whether in business, in ministry, in life, how they pulled their self out of the situation, boot put on their bootstraps and moved forward. I'm going to share from my entrepreneurial journey. I'm going to share from a ministry standpoint. I am going to give you just a little bit of whatever you need to get forward. So when you plug in, be prepared for random conversations. Be prepared for a matter of fact conversations in life and love, real raw conversations. Be prepared to feel, not necessarily be in your feelings, but feel the thing that you need to feel to get where you need to get. So kick back, relax, grab your coffee, tea or wine, and let's prepare for Conversations with Erica. I'm going to try to the computer. All right, all right. Well, what's up, everybody? And welcome to Conversations with Erica. I'm your girl, Erica Nicole, and we are here for another episode. Guys, this one's personal. I think all of them are personal, but this one's personal because this is my baby. Yes, I know we probably look the same age, but this is my niece. And this one is near and dear to my heart because I have been waiting. I've been so waiting on her to step into her shine. But we all know our timing is not God's timing. So now, according to God's timing, here she is. So I'm going to give you my niece. I call her Michi. Some call her Dee Dee, but her name is Demetria Moreland. Um, you guys will know her as the published author, Deanne Moreland, right? So introduce yourself, love. I just am so glad you're here. I'm just going to sit over here and smile like a proud author. <laughs> I am Deanne Moreland, um, Demetria, Dee Dee, Michi, Mo. I have so many roles, titles, names that I play. Um, me and more is some um, another role that I have or name that I go by. Um, I am a published author, um, motivational speaker, mother, grandmother. I, I got to do it all. So it's me. <laughs> oh, my God. And I love it. I think it's when you say your grandmother, I just be like, Wow, but you are, and I just absolutely yes. I just love it. You know, I've got I've had the privilege of watching you grow, not only physically, right, but spiritually. Mm-hmm. I've had the privilege of watching you grow. For those of you, most of you know, I was raised as the only child, and I married into a really big family, so I got a lot of nieces and nephews. And this one here just always stuck really, really close out of all of them, and so we just we really formed our own relationship. And so just to watch her grow, um, watching her pen her book, watching her just step into who God really created her to be. But not only that, watching her navigate the storms. Because let's keep it real. As a woman, we all have storms and we have these phases of life, 
right? And so watching her do that, you guys know my platform is all about um, empowering women to step into their shine, to step into their sweet spot that God called us to be. So, and I'm gonna call you Dee Dee just because I cannot be politically correct and call you anything else. I'm not gonna call you Michi, but I am gonna call you Dee Dee. Tell us about where you are now. Of course, we're getting ready for the book launch. Let me tell you all the things. I am so stoked about this book and the power of the cover of this book. So tell us about the book. Tell us, I want you to tell them about the book. Tell the people that are listening. Well, I wrote this book over almost nine years ago. And when I wrote this book, I honestly was going through counseling at the time. So I was going through a transition in my um, life going from being divorced for the first time. Um, and it was more of a healing journey when I first started writing the book. But me being the creative individual, my mind, imagination just literally just kind of run, runs wild. And so it just took a, a form of its own. It's literally about, it's, it's a fictional book based on truth. Literally like my, my life is weaved into this book. Um, and it's about a young mother who is married to a high powered um, man um, in politics and you know the ins and the outs and you know when you in politics and you in church you got the you know you got the you got the real dirt like we just gonna keep it a hundred you got dirt behind the scenes that people try to cover up or sweep under the rug and then you got high power people and that's what it is it that was I, I don't want to necessarily say that was my life, mm -hmm. but that was a part of the journey. I had to maneuver through how to become a wife and a mother and answer to um, really what the do's and the don'ts were to church at 18, 19, yeah. 20, 21, and not really knowing if I was doing it right because I was an angry individual you know I had already went through some struggles as a teenager went through some struggles as a child my dad wasn't in my life I had a whole lot of stuff that I was battling with and then I got married on top of that so I was already a teenage mother at the age of 16 I married by the time I was 18 had another kid by the time I was 19 and divorced by 22 what <laughs> So the book was just basically a healing journey. And I didn't write it when I first, after the divorce was over, it was, um, I had to go through a lot in life um, when I decided enough was enough and I needed help. And I went to counseling and my counselor asked me, did I ever journal? And I was like, I journal all the time. And she said, okay, I need you to just start journaling, you know, your thoughts about this particular situation because my son was taken from me by my ex. And that literally broke me into pieces that I never, ever thought I could ever recover from. And so that was how I 
process that was writing this book. Okay. Give us that timeline again. I need people to hear the timeline. You are a mom at what age? 16. Married at what age? 18. And divorced by what? 22. Let me tell y'all something. I, I remember, I, I, auntie remembers when you got married. Because I was like, no! <laughs> All to myself, she's too young. God, like she's too young. But so it was. And you married into what I have lovingly named it, the fishbowl ministry. Because baby, yeah. when you a preacher's wife, a pastor's wife, a minister's wife, whatever you want to call yourself, all right. eyes is on you. If you yeah. crying, they want to know why you're crying. If you're shouting, they want to know why you're shouting. If you didn't come to church, what's wrong with her? All in your business. Yep. All And you know yep. I know because I was right there with you in my own fishbowl ministry. It's not easy. And that's the thing. Yep. Whether you a mega church or a family country church on the corner, they still in your business. And as a woman being married to ministry, for some reason, they think you're just supposed to smile all the time. Listen, you and, I was a high, and I was a high-head teenager. I didn't know how to keep my mouth closed. What? Listen, I, man... It was hard. It was hard. Hence the reason why the title is Mo's Glass House, because everybody lives in a glass house, whether they want to or not. Absolutely. You got people watching you at all times. And especially at that time, I felt like all eyes were on me because I already was a teenage mother. I got married to the pastor's son. Yeah. I like. And then I, you know, then I had another kid and it's like, you can't make mistakes. And if in the church's eyes, if you make a mistake, then what are we going to do about it? Are we going to either keep it quiet or are we going to deal with it? And if we deal with it, how are we going to deal with it? And it has to be, um, how do I say this? Christianly etiquette. Ministry correct is what I call it. We yes. got politically correct and then you got <laughs> ministry correct. And you know, I've never followed the ministry correct rules. So Me neither. You know, you was a hothead teenager, but I was a hothead just young person, period. I still am. I'm 49 and I'm still in this thing. And my pastor know I had a shirt on uh, Saturday and it said, um, what did it say? Holy. Half holy, half hood. Yes, half holy, half hood. Play with me, don't pray. Pray with me, don't play with me. Because he knows, like, don't. Just don't. Yes. Because in the name of Jesus, you're going to get Erica. I'm going to try, but don't. Because I think a lot of times we, and in the church, we think in the name of Jesus, we can just kind of do whatever we want to do to whoever we want to do. Right. And that's not the, that's not it. Mm -hmm. We're people. No. We are people every day and we're striving to be more like Jesus. We are not like Jesus because if we were, we would be gone. He would have already called us to glory. Right. Because tasks would be done. But yes. we're striving. 
And I think that's really sad because one thing you mm -hmm. said, you know, of course we were in the same church and no shade to that church. But right. we are, as believers, we are leaders in the church. We need to be a little more forgiving to the people. Mm -hmm. Allows people yeah. to grow. Allow people yeah. to um, become who they are called to be. We, yeah. yeah, we got the book and we can judge by the book, but at the end of the day, the only judge is God. God. Let yep. him do what he do, right? Let him do what he do. I tell you, I'm so excited for the book. So what's going on? What's, where are we at in your timeline? Where are you? How are you feeling? Because oh, I know how I'm feeling. How are you in this moment? Because like time is ticking. We 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 moving yes. forward. Yeah, we are moving forward. The book is scheduled to come out June the twelfth. Um, I am actually in the proofreading phase, and then once I get proofreading and everything, it is off to print. Um, and then once we get print, it's the go. Like I'm I'm super excited. I'm nervous as all get out um because it's real it is um it is actually happening yes. um i was yes. telling one of my um friends that i'm trying not to allow the little things to stress me out because the little things can become overwhelming um but i want to enjoy every moment that i'm in i want to be able to understand and mesmerize and experience all of this because it took nine years to get here. Absolutely. It literally took blood, sweat, tears, a whole nother divorce. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> um, and it took a lot of growth. It took a lot of stretching. It took a lot of self-reflecting for me to be able to get here and talk as confidently and as boldly and as securely of who, for the individual that I have become today. Um, and it took, that took work. That took a journey and a process that I would never, ever not go on again. Absolutely. What I love is the significance. Nine years. As women, we know we pregnant for nine months and this beautiful baby is born. So nine years and look at this beautiful baby, not only the book, Mo's Glass House, but who you've become, your brand, your yeah. who, who you have launched, who you have metamorphosed, if I'm using the right word, into in this process of healing. Yeah. A total process of healing, which very is very important because a lot of times I think of this day and age, we have this microwave mentality. We want everything mm -hmm. to happen. And my God, we want it to happen now. And it's just not how it yeah. goes. It is no, just, no. we want some hocus pocus, alagazam, presto. It's not how it goes. <laughs> I mean, but we, I know no, I do. It. Maybe, maybe I'm just talking about me, honey. I be want God to do mm, it mm, and mm. do it quickly. But it takes and that was. I think that was always my mindset before um, going through the last divorce. Those last two years of my life was two and a half years. That was when I had to learn 
the journey. Like I had to literally learn how to appreciate the wilderness. Mm. I had to. I didn't have a choice because literally it was like either I'm going to die in this or I'm going to fight my way out. And if I had no strength, I was still going to fight. If I could not see, I was still going to fight. I, I did like I didn't have a choice and it was either, it was one of those two. Yeah. And I just chose not to give up on me. I absolutely chose not to give up on me. And I'm always the person who wants to know the outcome. And I think that's the one, one of the main reasons why God had to allow me to go through this process because he would not tell me what it would look like at the end. He wouldn't. I know. He was like, newly divorced, married to your uncle, newly divorced. (laughs) You probably were one of the most profound conversations I have had coming out of that transitioning to where I am now, which is definitely still in the healing process. I ain't even been divorced six months. So I'm figuring this thing out. And um, your voice was so, it was so powerful in my process, right? Mm. So the other day I'm scrolling on Facebook and I catch this live (laughs) and it's you. And when I logged on to the live, I got on late and you were talking about a conversation I had to go here. And I, I didn't know I was going to go here, but it fits. You were talking about a conversation okay. with your ex and your voice. Your voice was so healing for me. In that, in that moment, you, your voice gave me things that I didn't even know I needed. Now, when I speak of your voice, I'm speaking about both voices. Your physical voice, because I know you. So that voice was comforting to me. But I'm Mm -hmm. also talking about the voice, your message, your purpose, Mm -hmm. your calling, your gifting, that voice. Tell me about Dee Dee's journey to find her voice. Um, The journey that I found on that process was literally, it was birthed in the Me and More brand. Um, and more basically stands for motivating oneself to renew and elevate. Ooh, and it was <laughs> it was a journey of discovering, um, discovering that I was deserving of more. I was desiring more. I was destined for more. Um, I had to go through all of those discovery phases. Um, and the discovery phase, was the hardest phase um, because I didn't know who I was. I had lost me and because I had to go back, I had to go back all the way to the, you know, the eight-year-old that was raped. I had to go back to the 13-year-old that was missing her dad. I had to go back to the 16-year-old teenage mother I had to go back to the 22 year old you know first divorce day like I had to go back to first I had to go back to phases and I had to even first I had to ask myself did I even know who I was ever Mm. um Mm. and 
that was, I want to say that was the longest and hardest part. And it was hard because I battled so many other people's voices more than my own. Like mine was so faint and God's was even quieter. Like mine's was probably more profound than God's voice was. Like I could hear mine more so than I could hear his, but I heard everybody else's above anybody, like the ones that matter. Um, and so I had to fight through all of those voices during that discovery phase. Um, and then once I got through that process, I realized that I deserved more than what I was allowing myself to have. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and then once I got to that point, I remember when I got to that phase. And this is the... <laughs> ah! This is the funniest thing. I remember I was literally sitting on my bed and um, my ex-husband, he was saying something to me. I don't remember exactly what it was. And I was sitting on my bed and honestly, uh, Erica, I didn't believe it within my heart, but I said it in my head. And then as soon as I said it in my head, it came out of my mouth and then my heart followed. It was literally in that order mm. and he and he said something to me and I said you know what if you don't ever choose me I will be okay that's it and he said excuse me and I said it because that was my question mm-hmm. will he ever choose me and that was the question that I kept asking myself over and over and over again. When will a man ever choose me? From my dad to my first yeah. husband to my second husband. Yeah. Woo, you preaching to the yeah. choir over here, honey. Yeah. <laughs> and it it was and that's when that's when I realized, oh, I deserve more than this. Mm-hmm. And then when I realized I deserved more, I started desiring more. And then when I just started desiring more, that's when I literally started walking into my destiny. And that's how I came to realize that my voice has power. I love that because when you said the word desire, immediately I went to the scripture that God will give you the desires of your heart. But when I went to that scripture, mm-hmm. you got to know what you desire. I remember in the word yeah. when, God, when God passed by the blind men and he asked them, what mm-hmm. do you want? want. And they had yeah. to be very clear on what it is they wanted. So when you got yeah. clear on what it was you desired, then God met you right where you were. Mm-hmm. And but all you have clarity. To, yeah. But the thing about it is, is, and this is what I struggled with before. I couldn't know what I wanted until I knew who I was. Absolutely. And Absolutely. so that's why that's why you have to go through the journey of the discovery phase first. Because until you know who you are within the pit of no everything, mm-hmm. you're going to always continue to repeat the cycles that you say you hate and you want to stop, but you can't because you don't know who you really are. 
because you get lost. When a woman yeah. becomes a mother, now your mm-hmm. identity is so-and-so's mom. Right. And when you become a wife, now you're not only a so-and-so's wife, but you done lost your whole name. Right. Right? So right. then, like with me, when I came to the place of the divorce, it was like, do I take my last name back or do I keep his last name? I've been this person for this amount of years. I've been this person for this amount of years. But like you, I didn't know who I was. Mm-hmm. Right? So I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm going to go back to the beginning. I'm going to take back my maiden name and I need to go figure out who Erica Brown is first. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. And I, like you, had to go back. I went all the way back to the two-year-old. Because some things happened early in my life that I didn't even know was there. And I had to go through process after process. And that choosing me, my dad didn't choose me. You like that is so profound. Um, you know, we I could talk forever because I just you're just watching you. Um, it's what it's all about. Is what Wake Pray Shine uh, Media Ministry is all about, or Ministry Media. I, it's what the whole movement is about. Is us waking up and acknowledging who God created us to be. Mm-hmm. It's praying, going to God, and doing the work which you yeah. did the work spiritually and mentally because you got therapy, and then yeah. stepping into your shine. Stepping into that because the word says that we are supposed to let our light so shine before men so they will see his goodness and give glory mm-hmm. to God. And that's exactly what you're doing. Because now, as you've done the work, now you're giving that work a voice and you're helping others do the work. You're helping others realize, you know what? I'm deserving of more. I was created for more. And I know that you're doing that for others because you're doing that with me. I'm watching you and I'm like, she right. I do deserve me. <laughs> I yes, and I am she and she gonna get more, right? No more settling. Right. No more settling for any old thing. And no right. more doing what they think I ought to do. This is yep. between me and God. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So I'm, ex- I'm so excited. I'm excited for the book. I got to get my own signed copy. Like, I cannot wait. And once the book launches, I definitely have to have you come back. One, you're my niece. So you always <laughs> go have a seat on the podcast over and over again. Um, like, I'm just so excited. So what is, besides the book launch, what's next? Um, I'm actually, um, outside of school, I am literally working on, um, I am on the journey to my master's. Um, I got a couple of classes that I got to get to um, finish my bachelor's. Um, and I'm just on this. Like, I literally am my brand. So when you, anybody hears me and more, I will always be on the continuous journey of motivating myself to renew and elevate. I can never be stagnant in what I, what I preach, what I teach, what I show what I want my kids to, what I want my granddaughter to see. Like I will always forever be on this journey of discovery. And it's just basically what it is. So that's what's next. Um, I'm actually working on um, the sequel um, for Mo's Glass House. So there will be a two. 
Um, and so yes so that is that will be coming in the works very very soon um I've heard too many people who like my mom and my god sister who have like helped me like they've read like they're helping me with editing and stuff like that and they were like you just don't end it like this so you ended it in a cliffhanger so yeah now you're like you gotta give us yeah, yeah, I got, yeah. <laughs> so that's oh, great. So I'm listening to you. Bachelors, masters, mom, auntie, grandma, full-time job, CEO yeah. founder, soon to be best publishing author of one book. And now we're working on a sequel. Wow. That is more. That is more. Because that's really, because we can have it. He yeah. said that he came that we may have life. And have and it more abundantly. More abundantly. So why settle? Why yep. stop? Why stop growing? Why stop believing? Why yep. settle when you can have more? I told myself coming out of the second divorce that I would never make myself lower to appease anybody. I'm not going to. I could not. And this is this is no. Like it ain't no no shade. I'm not coming after his, his man's character, none of that. But I could not be who I was because I was afraid I would get too bright for him. Um, and so I dimmed. <laughs> well, we will do that. We will I dimmed. do that. Yeah. And yeah. not only for because our you know, face, you but you would but be our kids. You would do that for your friends. You would do that for your mm -hmm. siblings. And you would do that for your mates. And that's just real talk. I remember yeah. having an amazing day at work or being acknowledged for something at work. I even remember getting a bonus and coming home and not saying nothing. You know, just not saying nothing because our we weren't parallel at the moment. And I didn't want to, mm -hmm. so I'm just going, right? No more of that. This is the beauty yeah. of it all. When we shine our lights together, if you were 60 yeah. up and I'm a 40, or if I'm a 100 and you were 60, when they all come on in the same place, I'm the place is illuminated. Yep. But if you yeah. turn your light off, now we all in balance. Like, <laughs> come on now. Right, right. Oh, right, right. That. So today is National, yes. International Women's Day. So what a profound day to have this conversation. Of course, this will go live on Thursday on the Conversations with Erica podcast. But even then, give me, give the ladies something when they hear your voice, this voice that's so powerful. When they hear your story, what is the one piece of advice that you could give them today? Because we still ain't told all the tea. We still ain't told everything you've been through. You know, we're talking no. about teenage mom, two-time divorce, angel mom, right? That's yeah. something you and yeah. me have in common. Angel mm -hmm. mom, you know, like the whole thing. What is the advice that you would give them? Because somebody is looking at you going, if she can, so can I. Um, the advice that I would actually give someone is 
to never stop believing in you, even if it's a small fragment, even if you don't have very much hope at the time, know that there's something inside of you that's going to just ignite just a little bit, even if it's just an ember. An ember can set off a big old flame. So just just continue to like even if you gotta encourage yourself, you got sometimes people, but I don't you gotta prophesize to yourself sometimes. <laughs> if you don't believe enough in what you saying, it's not it like you know, I didn't believe that I was God, the apple of God's eye until I kept saying it. I didn't believe that I was his favorite until I kept saying it. Oh, I absolutely am the favorite. Hence the reason why, I mean, and, and you, you are a living witness to this. I literally, every time I was a kid, I would go around all of the room and I'd be like, I'm her favorite, her favorite, her favorite, his favorite. I would always be everybody's favorite. I don't oh, care how many cousins I had. one of my favorites. <laughs> so that wasn't a lie because you are one of my favorites. <laughs> Not at all. I love. I mean, that. no, it wasn't a lot, but I'm just, I'm just saying, even even if you have to get back to that place, never give up on yourself. So I would honestly say this is the thing that I, I this is what kept me going. If I have to get in the ring, and if I'm in this ring by myself. Damn it, I'm a fight and I'm a fight all by myself because I'm fighting for me. If ain't nobody else in that ring but me, I'm coming out of Victor. I'm coming out of this ring, a heavyweight champion, because I got shit to do. That's it. That's <laughs> it. And you got to keep swinging. Yeah. You got to quit swinging. But what I love is you said, that you would tell yourself, you would speak to yourself. This is the beauty, the psychology behind speaking to yourself. Your conscience doesn't know fact or fiction. So right. whatever you say is law. So when you say mm -hmm. I'm God's favorite, then you're God's favorite. <laughs> when you say I'm a best-selling author, you're a best-selling author. See, every day I look in the mirror and I say, I'm a bad mamma jamma. And we all know that's a song from back in the day. I can't remember who sings it, but I sing that song right. to me and I make it personal. See, in the song they say, and she, I say me. I'm a bad mamma jamma, just as fine right. as I can be. And I tell myself that because like most women, I got body issues, I didn't put on some weight, but confidence comes right. out of that that um that song for me yeah it's me speaking to me mm -hmm. so when i begin to walk i begin yeah. to walk like i'm a bad man pajama i begin to show up in the room yep. like that it's power and self-talk it is so powerful yep. and that's how you mute other people's voices that's how you <laughs> shut that stuff down so i love yes, it i love it oh i love it i'm telling you so tell the people one where can they find the book when the book drops? Because they got to know where to find you and go ahead and tell them about your social media because we want them to connect to you. The information is going to be in the show notes. I don't want y'all to think it's only going to be, you know, we're going to put it in the show notes as well because we want you to connect. We want you to connect. We want you to support. We want you to get a book. 
We want you to be on the list for the next book when it drops. We don't want you to miss nothing. So tell them how to connect to you because they need to know more about what you have to offer. So all of my social medias are, so I am on Instagram and Facebook. My um, personal Instagram is Demetria underscore Moreland 28. No, Annette 28. I just changed it. Um, and then my uh, Facebook is Demetria Annette. And then my Instagram is me and more. And then my offer page is B and Moreland. And then the website is me and more. So M E A N N M O R E dot B E. And so, <laughs> um, and so it is, um, it's got, it's, we're working on some things on the website. So the website will be um, up and ready to go. I'm really hoping that it'll be up by the end of this month. Okay. Um, and then that's where you will be. Um, I'm really trying to finagle where I'm going to actually get the books printed. But once I get it situated and finalized, everything will be done. I'm really shooting for April 1st. So we'll have everything done to where we have links and stuff like that. So when anybody wants to pre-order, um, they can. Um, so we will get all of that squared away. June 12th, it's just around the corner. We're about to be super busy. I'm so ready to order my book. I'm so ready for pre-sale. I don't know what to do. I am so ready to make my purchase because I just, I know the story. You know, I've already had a glimpse at the book in the past. But I just yeah. know and I just cannot wait to see your creativity come to life, right? I just cannot wait because yeah. it's so needed and it's so necessary. Well, Didi, my boo, I am so grateful that you lended this time to me, to my audience, that we got to hear your voice and share your story. Like I said, we will have you back this year after the launch because we want to check in and see how things are going. Um, guys, Stay connected. Just stay connected. Um, support this amazing woman. Support this amazing author. Support my niece. Let's not get it. Let's not get it tripping. Support my niece because I'm telling you, you don't want to miss what God has in store. I'm watching her. I am watching her, and I'm big. God, God, been told me great things was coming out of this baby. Yeah, that was Ebonics all the way. It really was Ericanism. But I am just, I'm just in awe of what I am seeing at this present moment. So Didi, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for taking some time out of your crazy busy schedule, obviously, to um, jump on the platform with me and share your story. We celebrate you. Um, today is International Women's Day and you are a amazing woman, Black woman, Black girl magic, all of that, a queen out here doing your thing. You are stepping into your shine and that's, that's what it's all about. That is what it's all about. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Fred. Oh. I'm excited. What were you going to say? Go ahead. Great. Thank you for coming. I, I was like, thank you for coming. I love you. Thank you for allowing me to be on your on your platform. Um, and, you know, we'll talk soon. I'm excited. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Let me stop. Well, podcast fam, wow, another amazing episode. I so enjoyed interviewing my niece, but you guys know her as Miss D Ann Moreland. You can find her on Instagram under me and A-N-N more all running together. I'm telling you, 
you want to connect so that you can grab a copy of Mo's Glass House. You know, I am giving glory to God right now just for his favor and his grace to allow me to do what I do to get on this platform and share from my heart, share from a place of truth um, as I walk this journey out and then share this platform with you guys, um, the listeners, as well as the women who are partnering and soon to be some men who are partnering with me really just to share, share faith, share triumph, share overcoming, share victory in Jesus, because guys, that's what it's about. Um, I'm just grateful. I'm just full right now as I'm wrapping up um, this episode that's getting ready to drop this week. Actually, you know, it drops on Thursday mornings at a.m. Central Standard Time. But also just this week alone, God granted me the grace to travel for business. I was out of town on Monday and Tuesday and being in that hotel room, being on the highway. Guys, I don't know, but I needed that. Like it helped me get my mojo back because I was feeling it a little in a little funk or something. I don't know, but I needed that just being away, being out of the um, out of my place, away from my place and in a different location, seeing some different faces, some different vibes. It was such a blessing. It really just got me fired up, energetic and way to go. Came right back in town Tuesday, hit an event, um, small group, social distancing in place. And I needed that. Um, just God has been so good. He's been so good. Tomorrow celebration. Um, we got three celebrations in the family this week. We got weddings. We got birthdays, grandkids growing up, children getting older. And God, it just keeps sustaining us. All I can say, ladies and gentlemen, is put your trust in him. Put your trust in him and watch him blow your mind. I love, love, love me some God. I don't know about you guys, but I just I, every day Ephesians 3 and 20 is in my heart. Now to him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power worketh that worketh in us. And let me tell you something. The God in us is bigger than anything. So if you're stumped in your business, he's bigger than that. If you're hitting um, a rough pad in your marriage, he's bigger than that. If your kids are acting like they don't know that you're their parents, he's bigger than that. If you haven't got that promotion yet, he's bigger than that. The credit score, he's bigger than that. Arthritis, depression, anxiety, he's bigger than all of that. God is exactly who he says he is. He is the alpha and the omega of the beginning and the end. And he is our friend and we can call on him, you know, with anything we're going through. And so I just want to thank you as I'm wrapping up this episode, guys. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you for rocking with your girl. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to listen. Don't forget to download and don't forget to leave a review and tell somebody, tell somebody about conversations with Erica, tell somebody about the dope interviews and tell somebody about Jesus. I love you guys until next week. Have an amazing, amazing life. Catch you next week. Goodbye.